G'day, it's Phil here. Do you know, last time when we spoke with Ha'an Fong, we learned so much about the connection between her people, her place, and her purpose, and how from an early age, she had a passion to go from her village, get an education, and then go back to her village and bring the benefits of it back. We learned that we teach who we are, but also that if we have anything to teach, it's because we can pass on what we have learned to others. Let's go. Before we start our conversation with today's Game Changers guest, Phil, can you share with our audience a little insight into our series premium sponsor? Thanks, Adriano. Of course. We are delighted to be partnering with the team at Open Parachute. If you want to teach mental health to your students, but you don't have time to become an expert, Open Parachute can help. Learn more at openparachute.com.au. Ms. Ha, it's lovely to be talking with you again. Thank you. Happy to be here again. That's lovely. That's lovely. Let's talk about your career as a teacher. So you've Last time in your story, and I love telling stories, so this is just fabulous that you're you're able to join me and and share your story in such an open and honest way. Last time, uh, we talked about your time in the big city in in Hanoi and learning at the university in your seven years of study and the way in which you overcame your initial shyness to learn how to interact with all these different peoples and thrive in the big city environment. But then you came back to your, your hometown to teach and you just loved it. So talk to me about starting off as a teacher. What were you like as a teacher to start with? When I went back my hometown to be a teacher, I was so excited and a bit surprised. That was because I love the teaching environment. Most of the teachers and students are very honest and friendly. They were very good friends and I have learned from them a lot. And what did you learn from them? I learned from my students a lot in the way they deal with the uh, difficulties in life because, you know, most of them come from the farming families and they have to help their parents after school so they can manage times very well. And sometimes I was so shy because my students managed the time better than me. So that's quite that's quite an experience, isn't it? When you learn from your students, and they're supposed to be learning from you at the same time. But that's a very modern way of teaching, isn't it? That we all learn together at the same time. As a young teacher, you developed the relationship where you learn from your students as much as you were teaching them. Has that continued through your teaching career? Do you still learn from your students today? Yeah, I think I have learned a lot from my colleges and students today. That is because who dares to teach should never cease to learn. They have a lot of things outside the class that I want to learn from them. And uh, the students were amazing. I highly appreciate my students. That is because a lot of people think for an ethnic minority student when they study a foreign language. Is very difficult for them. But for me, it is not a challenge for them. It is an opportunity. That is because when they were born, they themselves are the bilingual kids already. They could speak at least two languages, the Vietnamese uh, language and their own ethnic minority language. So they learn another language. I mean, English, my language teaching is a very good opportunity for them. It's not the challenge that is very different when I go back to my hometown and I recognize this 
So you recognise that already you've got kids who are speaking more than one language and so that it's a good opportunity to build on that and to help them to teach English. Why do you think it's so important for children in your village to learn English? English is now an international language, as I told you before, and English is like a key for the kids to open their door of opportunity and to integrate into the world today, especially in the world of globalization and driven technology. So English is a pathway. It's a pathway to expand the world of kids and to expand the possibilities that are there for them, a little bit like it was for you as a young student. Do your students find learning English difficult? Yeah, you know, basically they are students uh, coming from the village where the technology are not available or good enough. They do not have uh, the good environment to study English. When I was in the capital city, Hanoi, I used to be a teacher, but at the weekend, I often brought my students to some kind of the tourism spots that uh, my students could talk and practice with the foreigners so their English competence could be better. But the kids in my village could not do that because of geographical and economic situations. So that is one of the biggest challenges that I have faced with. But so far, I am very happy because I deal with this situation. And how many years have you been teaching for now? Eight years. Eight years. Eight years. So what are the most important lessons that you've learned about being a teacher over those eight years? I have learned a lot of things when being a teacher And the first lesson when I went back to my hometown was very unforgettable memory for me. That lesson, I went to my class and the class students were very silent. They did not say anything. When I asked them, why you want to study English? And most of them supposed that. uh, That is because I want to uh, pass the high school and uh, they did not think too much about the importance of English language. But I just showed them how many countries I've been so far, and uh, I just give them more motivation. And uh, right after that lesson, I went back to the class, and my students were very excited. And the class was not silent at the first time, and, I understand the two important things for being a teacher was that environment and motivation, you know, is very important for being a teacher. And teachers should take advantage of the two factors, environment and uh, motivation to help students have the better result. Let's explore those two things, shall we? Environment and motivation. What is the right environment for students to learn best? Yeah, you know, I'm a teacher of English language and in learning language, learning environment is very important. I always try to make uh, the class have the better environment, English speaking environment, so that my students can have the good opportunity to practice uh, with each other. Like um, I 
uh, have some rules like we should speak English only in the lessons, and mm -hmm. we should not say Vietnamese or the ethnic minority language. Uh, but the break time, you can speak. It's okay. But I mean, in my lesson, so student can create their own uh, environment, or I can name them like uh, the English name, like uh, Peter for the Vietnamese name, uh, and uh, Windy, something like that, and their environment uh, of the class seem to be better. Uh, Peter and Wendy, that sounds a little bit like Peter Pan to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you create an environment in your classroom where you want your students engaging with English language all the time. You like there to be noise in the classroom. You like there to be activity in the classroom. How else, if I were to walk into your classroom tomorrow, what would I see? Yeah, I don't like a silent classroom. I like a more, you know, noisy classroom. Like other teachers, I believe a student-centered and collaborative approach are the most positive approaches in teaching any subject. And uh, English language, their communicated language teaching approach is regarded as one of the best approaches leading to the learner's success. And as an English teacher, I understand the importance of this method and uh, I have devised some new teaching initiative in order to better enhance this approach uh, with the hope that my students can confidently speak English. For instance, learning English with movie or borderless classroom model or game-based teaching and, uh, you know... Tell, tell, me more, tell me more about game-based teaching. What does game-based teaching involve? game-based learning and teaching uh, basically as a kind of uh, connection between the students and students that I can have the game in the class, but through game, they can learn a lot of things. And with the borderline classroom model, I can embed it with the game-based learning. Like we are in Vietnam and now we want to connect with students in uh, Singapore, the two different countries. I can have some kind of uh, different games like uh, quizzes, Kahoot, or interactive games, digital game that the two countries can play at the same time. And then they can see the position of the countries uh, on the board. So students are very excited. Like when I teach uh, grammar, you know, grammar, many people suppose that it is very boring, but I try to embed um, and turn it into the game that my students can play game and learn grammar at the same time. Do you know, Fong, it's, there's a, a good friend of the Game Changers podcast, uh, Professor Pazi Salberg, who's uh, the great educator from Finland, but he actually lives here in Sydney, not very far from where I am right now. And he talks about the importance of play and why it's important for children to play while they learn. Why do you think it's important for children to play while they learn? It's very important for our students to play. That is because when they listen to it, they just remember. But when they do it, they will remember better. So, you know, playing is a kind of from doing something. So I think they will learn better. And game is very important. That is because it can attract students and involve students better than other forms of learning. So how do you teach 
your colleagues this? How do you teach other teachers about the importance of games? Because some teachers don't get it, do they? They're very, very serious all the time and they don't like playing games and they don't allow fun to get in their classroom. How do you encourage other teachers to allow fun in their classroom? Well, a lot of times I have been invited to be the trainers for a lot of workshops or some classes in the different places in Vietnam uh, since I was a top 10 finalist for the Global Teacher Prize. And uh, I always share my knowledge and the way I teach my students and game-based learning included there. And uh, I just want uh, to share with my colleagues to have the better results of students. And that's important, isn't it? Because it's not just playing and not just having fun and not just having games for its own sake. And it's not even just because it engages children. It actually helps them get better results. Why do, you, why do you think it helps them get better results? Some of my teaching practice have made significant changes in students' outcomes, which is clearly seen in the national final exam tests and in some of my research results. Because I love doing research right after... I have the kind of new teaching methods to my students and uh, take uh, their board black classroom model, uh, for instance, which I embed the game-based learning with. And on the research of 100 students at the grade 10, before employing the method, 89% of them shows low interest in learning English. That is because English is very boring to them. 92% are intrinsically motivated learners rather than intrinsically motivated learners. And, you know, intrinsically motivation is supposed to lead to the language success, learning better than extrinsic one. So their English speaking tests and intercultural awareness were very poor. However, the post results from their research reveals that their Extrinsic motivation turns into intrinsic motivation to learn English. So they feel more confident and more interest in the lesson than traditional lessons. And they got better marks for the post-culture test after three months applying the method and the national exam as well. So that's a real case study of what the Gates Foundation research in the United States in particular in, in recent times has found, which is that great teaching both engages students and helps them develop uh, an overall understanding of the material and a love for the content and are able to integrate it in their lives and also get them really good exam results at the same time. Let's pause for a moment to remind our listeners about the important work of Open Parachute for Wellness in Schools. You know your students are struggling with their mental health, but you're not a trained therapist. Open Parachute can help you. Learn more at openparachute.com.au. We've begun to talk about motivation and you've talked about the difference between students remaining extrinsically motivated and then learning how to turn that extrinsic reward into an intrinsic drive and inner drive to do what it is they need to do. Tell me more about motivation. I think we've learned quite a lot about the environment of your classroom. Tell me more about motivation and how, how, do, how do you motivate students? Motivation is the word derived from the word motive, which means needs, uh, desires, wants, or drives within the individuals. 
and uh, it is a process of stimulating people to actions to accomplish the goals. And it can be divided into two kinds of motivation, intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation comes from the learner that they want to learn because of themselves. For example, my students, they want to study English because they want to travel to the different places in the world and they want to watch movie without subtitles. And extrinsic motivation comes from outside factors. And like uh, my students want to study English, that is because they want to get a better job and uh, they want to pass high school based on the different characteristics of motivation. I took advantage of intrinsic motivation because, you know, previous research showed that intrinsic motivation can lead to the better result than extrinsic motivation. So in my class, I have uh, a lot of activities to motivate my students like uh, the communicative language teaching method, uh, learning English with movie, um, global connection lessons where my students can connect with um, the different countries in the world, game-based learning, um, and uh, they are very useful approaches that can help my students to study English better and uh, become the intrinsic motivational student. So you, you, you use a lot of research, don't you? You like to use research to help you choose what teaching methods to use, don't you? Yeah. And have you been doing that all of your career? Yeah, I loved uh, reading the different research on uh, the English methods, uh, teaching methods. When I was uh, a university student, I have conducted the different research since I was uh, a university student. And uh, I love doing research. That is because this can confirm what uh, I have done with the real result of what we aim to. So you like doing research yourself. So not only do you read other people's research, but you like doing your own research. What research are you doing right now? What are you interested in learning more about? Right now, I'm conducting a research on cyberbullying. There is an international project that I really want to raise awareness of global students, uh, the way they can uh, stay safe on the internet. Well, it is an action research at my school, and I found out a lot of interesting things. You know, uh, my school, Hungan High School, is located in um, the mountainous area where technology and internet are not uh, good enough. However, the cyberbullying situation in my area is quite worse. You know, two-thirds of the participants in my research revealed that they are the victims of cyberbullying. Wow, so, two-thirds. Two-thirds. You know, yeah, two-thirds of the participants in my research. And what have you learned about how to handle cyberbullying from your action research? Yeah, so uh, to deal with this uh, situation, uh, my students and me have conducted an international project named ACB, Anti-Cyberbullying Project, mm -hmm. that we have connected with different schools in the world 
and different schools in Vietnam to talk more about it. And we have the different workshops. And we also come up with the secrets of being safe on the internet. And uh, so far we have attracted 43 different schools in the world to join us in the platform of Zoom and uh, Flipgrid. I think part of the secret of your teaching is not just that you teach who you are, and we learned that last time, and that, and that you give back, and that you're so passionate and that you love what you do, but you, you keep learning and you're doing that through research. And you're teaching students not just about English language, but about themselves and how to live a life. Do you enjoy doing that? Yeah. As I told you before, one of my favorite activities when being a teacher that I can have more time to work with my students on the different subjects related to um, sustainable development activities. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, last year we had uh, an international project named Say No to Plastic Stores that we have collaborated with 45 different schools in the world to talk more about uh, the way we can save the environment. And my students who live in the mountainous area, they can make uh, the bamboo straws instead of plastic straw. So they send uh, like their souvenirs or gifts to their local peoples and uh, the international friends uh, with their hope that they can uh, know how to make a bamboo straw uh, and uh, how to save the environment. So, you know, to make a bamboo straw, it is not simple anymore. This really requires students to combine the different subjects at a high school to make it. The way you make it, the way you choose the bamboo, and the way you make it fine, and the way you create a machine to cut it, and uh, the way you prevent uh, it get moldy very important. So my students have a lot of things and they also conducted the research with the help of the experts from Vietnam and the different countries in the world. So they finally got the products uh, in terms of uh, visible products and invisible products. So you're teaching your students to be researchers just like you're a researcher yourself. You're teaching them English by integrating all of the things that they know, you are motivating them extrinsically first, but then focusing on their inner drive, their intrinsic motivation. This is like a masterclass in how to teach. It's, it's an absolute privilege to be talking with you. I think we might pause um, here and say, thank you very much. We have, we have one more episode to record and I'm very much looking forward to recording that with you, Fuang. Thank you. Game Changers is a podcast for those who want to change the game of school. Produced by Oliver Cummins for Orbital Productions and powered by a school for tomorrow, Game Changers is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play and SoundCloud. Tell your friends and don't forget to subscribe. Let's go.